just a question you were um watching me loving. You're listening to the Tripod Network. What's on? Hey, everybody. This is Scott Johnson from Extra Life Radio, and you're listening to Me and the Bean. Well, not me and the bean, but me me and the bean. But not really me. It's actually, his name is me. But anyway, it's me. I'll figure it out on your own. Welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the Bean. And this is show number... 51. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the other side of that hill. That's right. Very nice. Yes, yes, yes. So can I just tell you about something so stupid that happened to me this week? Yeah. It was last Friday, so it was actually a little more than a week ago. But anyway, I was meeting my girlfriend, and we were going to walk our strollers down Main Street while our oldest toddlers, preschoolers, were in preschool. And I was waiting for her to get there, and I was messing around with Max, and I had parked my car at the bank. And they have a huge parking lot, right? So it was before banking hours, so there was no one in the parking lot. The bankers were arriving, and I mean, maybe like two cars out of 35 spots. There's more spots than that. Yeah. It's a big parking lot. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it gets to be right about nine o'clock and the bank's opening. So people are starting to get there, but maybe there's like five cars in the parking lot now. And I'm not that close to the front door. There are spots much closer than where I am to the front door. Regardless, this truck comes pulling in and I am in the spot next to my car with the baby stroller and I'm goo goo gag gagging over Max and, and everything. And she pulls in and she sees me and she stops and I look at her and I look to my left and I look to my right and I look back at her and she's like, like, I'm, I'm waiting for you. Come on, get out of the way. Oh, she's doing her hand motion too. Yeah. 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 She's like waving me on. And so I'm like, got to be kidding me. Are you serious? So I, I navigate the stroller out of the way into the next spot over and watch her pull in right next to my car, right where I was standing, 20 other spots free, some much closer to the door. I, I was just like, <laughs> you're the stupidest person I've ever not met. I mean, oh, it's just like kind of rednecky and, and scary looking. So I didn't, I didn't make too many facial Gestures. Like, I was just like, oh, I was like just, I just, when she pulled in, I did. I just looked to my right and my left, like, you want, you want this spot, this <laughs> one spot where I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. I mean, I consider myself to have a slightly above average intelligence. Like, I'm not brilliant, but I'm, I'm a smart person, right? Yes, dear. Yes, you are. I'm just messing. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> and it's hard enough to get along in life. So this person, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, you're so stupid. Why are you taking this spot where I'm standing? Anyway. Oh, well. All right. I'm vented. Go ahead. <laughs> well, the bean got this package in the mail. She gets these packages from her mom all the time. And she got this package in the mail that had a calendar for <laughs> breast cancer. And she 
you know, whatever she was saying. She told me to look at something. I wasn't paying attention. I was probably listening to my iPod or something. And I looked at it, and at first I just looked at it and said, oh, yeah. And then I was like, is that your mom? <laughs> because it was nude. It's a naked po- naked calendar. But she's like holding a raincoat or a raincoat hat over her breast and something else below. And then... <laughs> it's a lifesaver. A lifesaver, okay. And then I look to the side, I'm like... A life jacket. I look to the left, I'm like, that's her sister, Jenny. And then I look to the right, I don't notice, I don't recognize Anna at first. And then, I, then I'm like, well, who are, the, who are the young girls below them? And I look, and it's Amanda's sister and her cousins. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, oh, man, that's family. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> but they were very well done. Oh, yes. I mean, there's Tasteful. nothing showing. Absolutely not. But there was a fundraising calendar for breast cancer. The, yeah, my girls posed in the naked. <laughs> now, were you upset they didn't invite you to do that? I was pregnant. I was not uh. upset in the slightest. <laughs> I was like, nobody wants to see this right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> so to get that picture, you can go to our website. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you can buy the calendars. I'm not quite sure how. We'll find the link and I, put it on the I believe website. it's the Hendersonville Breast Cancer something something. And be the women. Thanks for sharing our last name with everybody, honey. I will mess it up. <laughs> okay, I forgot. You can do that. Good job. <laughs> what What did Ev- Evan say this week that was so funny that I told you to write down? Did you write it down? Calf rope. Oh, yeah. So he has this thing he made up. No, Papa Joe made it up. No, no, no. I'm talking earlier. Oh. He had this thing that oh, yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. get by him unless you said ponin. And that's worn off. I don't know where he came up with that. And then also he had a poof. We taught him poof when we were wrestling or something. He didn't want to wrestle anymore. He wanted me to let him go. He would say poof. Right. And so that's worn off. And so they went to the beach the other week and he came up with a new one. Well, Papa Joe, yeah. Papa Joe would like try and get him as this, the house that we were staying in has a circle you can run in. So he would run the circle and Papa Joe would stick his leg out or like reach out and grab him and get a hold of him and wouldn't let him go till he said the magic word. And the magic word was calf rope. Calf rope. And Evan thought that was just deliciously funny. And he giggled and giggled and laughed and laughed. So he brought it home to you. And now mm-hmm. y'all do it, right? Yeah. So what were you asking him to do the other day? Oh, he was demanding a cup of milk from downstairs. And you were upstairs. And he's like, bring me a cup of milk. Cup of milk. And you were like, uh, bring me a cup of milk. What? <laughs> and he didn't know. And you said, say the magic word. And he says, calf rope. Yeah. <laughs> it took him another minute and a half to say please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny boy. Silly kid. Mm-hmm. Well, on one day decided he was going to wear Max's... Diaper. Diaper or something? Yeah. Yeah. He got into Max's diapers and wanted to be a little baby. It wouldn't even go around his leg. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, like, pinched it between his legs and walked around with it for hours. Very funny. So we had a fun Monday. I don't remember Monday. Was it that bad that you blocked it out of your brain? Maybe. I don't remember. That was the breakdown day. No, that was Tuesday. Was that Tuesday? Yeah. Oh. Monday was a preschool day. Oh, okay. So we had a fun Tuesday. Mm. Max and Evan had given the bean all she could take. They ganged up on me. Yeah. (sighs) She has nothing to say on that, so we'll move on. It was just tough. It's This is a tough thing that I'm doing. And I know other women and other dads... I've done it too, and I'm just having a hard time. It's 
very, very difficult to give Evan what he needs. At the same time, taking care of Max and giving him what he needs. And I'm not sure how to fix it, but we're working on it. And come up with different ways. We'll see. But I, I, um. One way is to keep Chad at work. If any, yeah, Chad needs to work, and that'll which I've help. been doing good. Chad's been doing good. The whole good. work situation is 100 percent better. Yes, yes. It the past is. couple weeks, it's finally clicked in my brain that he has two children that are going to need to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I got to go talk to the doctor, but I think we've come to the conclusion that I am type two. Is it type two? I don't know. If it's a type or if it's just called bipolar 2. Bipolar. It's the don't, lesser degree of bipolar. So I don't think it's... It might have a hint of ADHD, but it's it's more bipolar. So that's, that's what he thought diagnosis. we had. and we. Yeah, but that's what he thought I had, and we fought against it. And But then I've been reading stuff up on bipolar, and I'm just like, the, the, the swings of anger at work, it just it's, it's totally symptomatic of that. I mean, it's totally characteristic of that, so... We'll see what he says. Well, with any of the stuff you've read, has it offered suggestions on how to deal? Does it say you, know, like, you must take medication? or does It's it a say- mood disorder. So what do you take for that? Uh, some kind of strong junk, supposedly. Lithium? No, that's for type 1. Mm. Well. The bean's really scared, if that's what I have. It's, a, it's an interesting time in our lives right now. We're just going through a lot. So help me, Bean. Help me, help me bring us back out of depression. Oh, let's see. I lost weight. Awesome. That's good. Yay for me. <laughs> and even with our friends coming over and we ate burgers with how many grams of fat? 37. <laughs> per burger. Although and I got the 26 one. With sweet onion. Oh, it was awful. That was intended for the bean. She agreed to take one for the team. I know, but then you got them mixed up. Yeah. Oh, well. And then they brought chocolate cake, and it's just still sitting in the refrigerator going, Bing, <laughs> I'm really yummy. <laughs> Come and eat me. But I, I'll get it over to the grandparents tonight. Oh, I already like devoured half of it last night. It was so bad. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so my last Weight Watchers meeting, my friend and I were there, and we were waiting outside, and we we'd been nursing our babies, so we were waiting for them to get settled before we put them in their car seats to go home. Mm-hmm. And and there and it's that meeting's held in a hotel, so there's guests, right? And there's like a kitchenette area right outside the room, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> there's the food prep area right where the hungry women are. Yeah. But anyway, we went out and they they were preparing something. I don't even know what they were eating, and they looked kind of. Kind of Ashevillian type of people. And I guess because we both had babies and we had both like been fixing our shirts and stuff. She goes, oh, is this a meeting of the La Leche League? And we were like, no. And my friend (laughs) said something like, oh, not La Leche. You know about them. They can come off a little bit. And the woman shot her this look like, what you going to say about La Leche? Huh? 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 (laughs) And she looked like she could have been like the president of La Leche. Not to say anything about bad about La Leche because I think they've done a lot. I don't know what La Leche is. A lot. Of, they are a, a citizens group that, that promotes breastfeeding. Oh. They help women breastfeed. So they are the boob Nazis. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's, see, that's the reputation they have. And well, I think and they, it's because, I'm sorry, go ahead. They scare women into thinking that's the only way. There's a lot of pressure to breastfeed. Yes. Because you're feeling that right now. Well, 
I'm well established into my breastfeeding, so that's kind of a different thing to oh, okay. switch a well established baby onto formula. Okay. Because got several issues there going on, but yes, starting out to make a decision whether breastfeed or formula feed is yeah. But anyway, so Julianne just stops mid sentence of what she's saying, and she's like, uh, uh, uh. and from there the conversation got really, really <sighs> weird. And and we were trying to, like, backpedal and just get out of there as fast as we could. And the woman starts ranting on about something. I don't even know what she was talking about. And then she goes, The woman's milk is the purest form of life-giving substance. Oh, it was scary. I was just like, oh, let's leave. Let's just go. And she said something like, well, maybe after you're 58 years old, you won't remember the pain anymore. And we were like, okay, have a nice day. Yeah, if anybody wants to see how... And why I don't like groups, if you remember early shows, you get to see it's it's an abortion movie, but it's it's got pro-life and pro-choicers, pro, pro and it shows how people high up in the group do sort of shady things for their cause. You should check out Citizen Ruth. It all Laura becomes Dern. about politics, really. People become pawns for politics. Yeah. And you just see how both sides of any debate try to to manipulate the person they're affecting. It's a good movie. A very good movie. <laughs> Have we seen any movies? No, we got one we're going to watch tonight. Yeah. Oh, Thumbsucker. Matt said it was good. Oh, House starts next week. I'm House so starts next week. So us and I think Leah's in the house, but I know that Samantha from Gray Section Podcast is really in the house, so she'll be watching too. Yeah. Hello, guys. Hello. Let's get into our jawbone. Oh, I did it. It's been so many weeks and I did it. Gabber jaw, me and the bean, Beatles trivia. I didn't even catch it. I was listening to you and I was like, <sighs> oh, he did it right. No. Here we go. If you talk about peace, you're a crank and you're pigeonholed and associated with Vietnam and sitting down in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> Trafalgar? Okay, Trafalgar Square. And everybody thinks they know who you are then. I hate to go, I hate with, to go with that one, but... One, but. Can you read that again, please? Sure. If you talk about peace, you're a crank, and you're pigeonholed and associated with Vietnam and sitting down in Trafalgar Square, and everybody thinks they know who you are, and then, that's how that's the actual quote, know who you are then. <laughs> that's also the answer I picked, John. All right. Wait, so I'm sorry, you're, you're actually tied with me, John. That's pretty sad. <laughs> Chad is, Chad not, is right. not right. John did go for the obvious answer as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Paul. 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 Damn walrus. Damn walrus. Yeah. <laughs> so for you guys that couldn't hear it, that was Paul who said that and not John, who we were so quick to write down. I knew it was Paul. Oh. It's like the only one I knew, but I knew that one. Well. la ti da Chaz is Matt. I just listened to number 50, and you were talking about building the ramp. And and today was just like the first day of fall. September 1st. It's second. And uh, it was beautiful. It just reminded me of those, those days skateboarding. I was like, like, man, this is what I'm supposed to do today. So anyway, I'm going to go skateboarding in Mountain Air. Be there. It was before 3 o'clock. Talk later. Bye. I actually made it by 2.10. And that's our friend Matt. He did come and visit us. He came from Greensboro and hung out with us most of the day on Saturday. That was really nice. Yeah. Although I didn't offer him a very warm welcome when he got here. But he's he's fun. Because I enjoyed him spending the day with us. And all gamer guys will understand, and gamer girls will understand, while I, while I was picking on Matt about this, and the being no, no, overheard No, 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 that's it. not what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. 
You'd only seen him once before, so you really didn't know who he was. Yeah, he came walking up, and I was just like, who are you? What are you doing here? Because <laughs> we have a lot of... This place was my house growing up, but also then For when the, my parents moved. Yeah, the past decade, it's been your mom's tax accounting office. Yeah. So when tax season came around, we had lots of visitors who didn't get the memo that it had moved. And we'd just walk in the house. And even if I was standing at the door, they would like try to get past me. To come in the house. Yeah. And one young guy did that, and he, like, tried to move my arm. And I'm like, hello, can I help you? Yeah. So that's the flashback I was having when... She thought Matt was another accountant person coming. Yeah. I was just like, what do you want? <laughs> so, but we were downstairs, and I was showing him Guitar Hero, and I said, and just picking around, but after I said, I was like, oh, I wonder if the bean heard me, because I was just picking. And I said, you know, not to put any pressure on you, but the bean... The bean got through this on our first try. So if you mess up, I'm going to, you know. You suck, pretty much. I didn't say you suck. And then I said, just kidding, bean. I hollered upstairs. And I didn't think she heard me, but she did hear me because time went on. And I went upstairs to find her. And I couldn't find her anywhere. And the baby's door was closed. So I thought the baby was asleep. But then when I looked outside and couldn't find her anywhere, I opened the baby door and she was right there. And you could tell she was upset. And she wouldn't tell me what it was. And I, you know, I didn't figure it was that and so finally she she did tell me that i hurt her feelings by saying that that she wasn't cool and i said girl that's not how i meant it and i apologize and so she came down and we had fun yeah after he groveled we had dinner together yeah that was nice and then talked a little bit at the couch yeah looked on youtube yeah yeah that was nice saw the leprechaun in the tree yeah i had to show them they hadn't seen that oh where are we supposed to be this weekend we're supposed to be at the lake and why are we not there because Kylie ran through the woods through some glass and cut her leg open. Why did she do that? Because me and Evan threw a baseball down there and she chased after it. <laughs> so two hundred some dollars later, with staples Shiza. in her leg, and we have to feed her medicine every two times a day. We can't go to the lake, so Evan is there with my parents, which is nice for him. Yeah, I really miss him, but I'm really glad he got to go. I'm sure it was a good break from for him, and and I know it's from us too. Well, as Matt was here, you know, we were just talking over old times and talking about people we had seen or not seen. And one of the topics of my friend, and I don't know, I'm not going to use his real name. So I'll call him Gregory. Call him Jesus. Why? It'll be funnier. <laughs> I'm going to call him Gregory. And so Gregory was my friend all growing up through high school and elementary school and everything. Just now growing up. Say that sentence with Jesus. Jesus was my friend. <laughs> See, it's funnier. Yeah, but I'm thinking of head of the other stories. And I don't want to talk about Jesus with a gun. So, Gregory... <laughs> Gregory was leaving to go to boot camp for something. It's the armed forces or something like that. The thing where you reserve, army reserve or something like that. And so we decided we were going to train him before he left. And so me and my brother got bottle rockets and Roman candles. And we would put the bottles, bottle rockets in a bottle, hold the bottle, and shoot them at him. And he would dodge them. And we'd have the Roman candle in our hand, and we would sit there and shoot the flames at him. And uh, one of the bottle rockets, one time, he came up at the wrong time and smacked him right in the forehead. Ouch. And it, it left a big red mark. But what it did, it hit and it bounced off. If you've ever played with fireworks, you know that. So it didn't blow up in his face. No. I mean, if you time it right, you shoot a bottle rocket at somebody, it's going to hit and then bounce off before it blows up. If you time it right. Well, I mean, unless they're like 30, 40 feet away or something, 50 feet away, then it's going to blow up in their face. Don't anybody try this. It's a really bad idea. 
So we did stuff like that. And also one time his girlfriend had broken up with him, was dating somebody else. And he just asked me if I would drive him somewhere. I said, oh, yeah. And I had a minivan at the time. And so we we rode to um, this street, which I'd never been to in Mount Airy. And he asked me to uh, let him out and drive around and he would get back in at the bottom of the street. So I really didn't know what was going on, but I was like, okay, sure. So I, I drive down and drive around. And I'm sitting there at the bottom of the street, and I can see him running down the street, full force, just running. And when he gets to this certain house, he pulls out this gun. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And he just starts shooting. But when he starts shooting, I realize it's just a BB gun. And he shoots this car's window out. And I found out later that it was the boyfriend's window. And oh, this, my God. And he is married to the person now. He's married to this girl that they were broken up at that time. So he jumps in the car and just says, Go. Gregory's married to her. Gregory's married to her now. Oh, yes. okay, okay. So he just he got in the car and said, "Go," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Oh my and god. Then, He's out of control. Then my my parents' neighborhood. You guys were so bad. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not telling a lot of stories. They'll get out you, eventually through the shows. You can't but, tell Evan any of this stuff. Yeah. Well. So my parents. I was off to college, and my parents neighborhood they moved into a newer neighborhood and people were coming by knocking over the mailboxes and doing donuts some four by four truck doing donuts in the yard and so my dad jokingly jokingly said to one of the cops you know if you find if you find out who did this i'll put up a ten thousand dollar reward well the cops put it in the paper so and he didn't say it like that it was something they were having some conversation with all the neighbors and he supposedly obviously said something that was a joke and the next day in the paper it was in the paper so saw it and i wasn't here when this happened oops that got beat gregory saw it and this was during october november because my mom loves decorating for the holidays and so she had a bunch of hay bales out around her house and so he decided that he wanted he he needed the reward he came with I don't know if I don't think he had a gun, but he had night vision goggles and all kinds of stuff and a backpack with treats and stuff. And he slept on my parents' yard behind some hay bales two nights in a row trying to find these people. Did he get his reward? No. Oh. He didn't find them. Oh. They weren't coming back to the scene. <laughs> remember? Especially not a couple of days after they did it. I remember our old neighborhood and two weekends in a row, our trash cans got yanked down the street. Yeah. And uh, the I, second time I chased them. Yes, you did. I ran outside and they got in their car. And, you saw the type of car, but not the license plate. And, and the cop was so mad at you about it. Yeah, the it. cop was mad at me and goes, you know, they're making us look like fool or something. Why didn't you get the license plate? I'm like, Hello? in this day and age with kids, uh, teenagers walking around with guns thinking it's fun. Because one time <laughs> we have a small, small town. And one time I was driving back from my parents' house. And for no reason, and I was driving with Evan in the car. I looked over and there was this car passing me. But they were coming the other way. It's just a two-lane road. And he was coming up, and the driver just stuck up a gun, not at me or anything, but just, like, was showing it to me. Let me see Let me see that he had it. Nobody that I've ever seen, never seen again. But there's people like that, and I'm going to chase them down to see a license plate? Come on. It's not That's my job. Scary. That's your job. I can't you help it. They've been doing story. it on two or three different neighborhoods, and you can't find out who they are. But our neighbor was going to take care of them. Yes, he sat out there the next weekend just waiting. Oh, they would have been dead. Honestly, I'm not, like, bragging, because it's not me that's doing it. They would have honestly been killed. Or or wounded, maybe. If they would have came back the next weekend. Their car would have been wounded at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> so they're lucky they didn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, by then, the element of surprise was pretty much trashed. Yeah. So. Oh, look at you, LaPone. Oh, with the tra- Yeah, I'm clever, aren't I? <laughs> but the follies of youth. <sighs> the follies I, of Evan and Max soon. I know. I did some stupid stuff. I consider myself fairly lucky to be here. Me but, too. But I, I never did half the stuff you did. Mine was different stuff, I guess. Girl stuff. Yeah. Secret private girl stuff. That she won't talk about on the cast. <laughs> But that's going to do it for another episode of Me and the Bean. Oh, you're kidding. It's already 30 minutes. We've actually went 10 minutes over what we usually do. I'd like to redo all my parts. What? I don't know. I just felt kind of sad today. You need a stand-in? Yeah. (laughs) Stand-in. Remember, you can reach us on the web. At meandthebean.com. Or send us an email. An email. An email at meandthebean.com at... At me and the bean at podcastrant.com. Or send us a voicemail. 336-283-0576. Until next time, see ya. Bye. Voicemails and promos. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Voicemails and promos. You can be up on a miss. Voicemails and promos. The bean loves when I do this. What? Hey, Chad and Amanda, it's uh, Barely from Barely Podcasting, and I just wanted to give you guys a quick call saying congratulations on number 50, and also a year. I mean, that's pretty incredible if you think about it. You put out one show every week, with the exception of two weeks, in essence, even though you did have that nice big break, but you put out 50 shows in 52 weeks. Not bad. That's actually very, very impressive. So, uh, hey, keep it up. Uh, Glad you guys are back. Glad you guys are on a little bit more of a regular schedule again now that uh, Max is here. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm going to shut up now. Otherwise, I'll just ramble. So, (laughs) congratulations again. Bye. Hey, Chad, Amanda. This is Jerry from Illinois. As you can hear in the background, I'm listening to show 49. I saved up about 10 or 12 of them. I think back to 39, and I hadn't been able to get to him, and I'm just uh, doing a, a marathon, and I mentioned, uh, I heard you mention my name uh, right there, Jerry in Illinois, uh, for 49. i got to hear the feedback, and then i got to get up to the Big 50 show, and I'll be listening. Love your show. Oh, boy. And I just want to give a shout-out to Kristen for, from the Manic Mommies for nominating us. At the podcast Peer Wars, even though we didn't get to the final stage, we got close. Oh. We, we made enough, but they only took the top five who made enough. And we were like six or seven. Aww. So maybe next time. Thank you, Kristen. And thanks, guys, who voted for us. And thanks for all the calls. I love them. The Tripod Network. What's on? Oh.